Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued Hello, support. everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Today's Tickets. It is March 10th, 2023. And today's episode is number 33, and we are going to focus on the Toronto Blue Jays today. Um, up next will be the AL Central, and we'll start with the Chicago White Sox on episode 34. Let's get started with the Toronto Blue Jays season preview. Um, last year, they were one of the teams projected to go into the into the playoffs, maybe compete for a World Series. They had a very good lineup. Uh, pitching staff just wasn't all all that last year. And I do believe that both the lineup and the pitching staff got better for the 2023 season. So that's good things coming for the Blue Jays fans. Um, last year, the lineup, they led the league in average with two hit 264. They finished seventh in home runs at 200 home runs. They finished first in hits with 1,464 hits. They finished third in RBIs with 756 RBIs. So that was the plus side of the team. Their defense or their bullpen was one of the worst in the leagues, giving up multiple five-run leads. Their ERA as a team was 15th in the league. Uh, at 3.87, and that overshadows a couple of starting pitchers who had a decent year. Uh, Alec Manoa, 2.24 ERA in 20, um, 23 decisions, 16-7, and seven, uh, 196.2 innings pitched, 144 hits allowed, 16 home runs. He'll be back as the ace. You got Kevin Gosman in his second year over here with Toronto. Um, Toronto also brings in Chris Bissett. Longtime Oakland A's, and then was with the New York Mets for a season last year, and now he'll be in Toronto. You got Jose Barreos joined the, the Toronto Blue Jays um, at the trade deadline last year. He finished twelve and seven, and then you also have the Japan guy Yusu Kikuchi. Um, he will be your fifth man in the rotation, and he did come over with a lot of promise. Hasn't been too good yet. Had over a five ERA last year. Uh, they'll be looking for him to step it up this year. But you look at this lineup, and that's where I, I really like this team. You got George Springer leading off. Uh, he was battling some injuries all year last year. Wasn't quite healthy, but he still hit 267, 25 home runs, and 76 RBIs. Uh, batting second would be your young phenom shortstop, Bo Bichette. He hit 290 last year, 93 RBIs, 24 home runs. Um, first base, playing first base, it would be Vlad Guerrero Jr. Hit 32 home runs last year and 706 at-bats, 97 RBIs, and his batting average was at 274. We'll see a platoon here at catching position, but Alejandro Kirk will be the everyday starter most of the time. Uh, he hit 285 last year, 14 home runs, and 63 RBIs. He should have a little bit better of a year this year with a full season under his belt. Um, he'll also play DH when he is not behind the plate. You have Whit Mirfield, who came over last year, Kansas City, trade deadline. He really picked it up in the second half of the season after he got traded. He ended up finishing the year with a 250 average, 11 home runs, 70 runs. Uh, this brings some real veteran leadership here to the 
to the team and he also has a 285 career average so the guy can hit um got matt chapman second year over from oakland third base he had, he only hit 229 last year 27 home runs 76 rbis he's going to need to be a lot more productive than what he was last year you'll have brandon belt as your dh um he's a career 261 hitter but he did only hit 213 last year and average 78 he only had 78 games played uh, his home run count was down last year as well. Center fielder will be Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, coming over from the Tampa Bay Rays. And then playing right field will be Dalton Varsho, coming over from Arizona. Uh, 27 home runs, 235 average for Varsho. Something to keep in mind with all these left-handed bats that Toronto added. They made the right field fence shorter they made it shorter, I think, by 10 feet in the corner, 12 feet in the alley, and 10 feet at center field, right center field, uh, towards center field. So you have a smaller bar ballpark for a team that led the league in average, was third in RBIs and seventh in home runs, and all they did in the offseason was add left-handed power bats, players that hit for homers, uh, not necessarily high averages, but they do hit home runs. You're going to see everybody on the team hit more home runs probably this year with a smaller ballpark all around. Um, this could hurt the pitching staff as well, but I, I do believe that this is the best lineup in baseball if it stays healthy. And you have a, a team that finished 92 and 70 last year. Uh, their win projection total is 91 and a half this year, widely available across the market anywhere. BetMGM, DraftKings, Caesars. Uh, I think they go over this total. It's going to be a one unit play over 91 and a half. I really like this lineup. Pitching staff, they've got five starters. Uh, it, you know, they do have a little bit better of a bullpen this year as they did sign Chad Green in the offseason. They do lose. Oscar Hernandez, key bat, but I do think they've picked up enough bats to replace him. And Toronto is going to be sitting at the trade deadline looking to add more relievers and, and hopefully only relievers if you're a Toronto Blue Jay fan. Hopefully you can avoid injuries. I don't think they're going to need any bats. As, as one through nine, they can all swing it. Um, they're all almost veterans now, minus Bo Bichette and Vlad Guerrero. You have veterans throughout this entire lineup 14 to 1 to win the World Series, not a bad look. Plus 650 to win the AL, also not a bad look. Uh, as you can see, Houston lost Verlander this year. You're going to be looking at a Houston team that got a little bit weaker as they won four out of the last five American League's uh, pennants. Toronto has a real chance to win the AL this year, especially with this lineup if it stays healthy. And depending upon how the pitching staff shakes out, I believe they have a advantage throughout the pitching staff as well as you have um, Chris Bissett with some some playoff experience. Jose Barreos can either you know he can go out and throw ten Ks and and seven or eight innings pitch scoreless, or he can go out and get shelled. So that's always a question. Alex Manoa, Alec Manoa had a great year last year until the Oakland until the start in Oakland where he got pounded, uh, kind of knocked him out of the Cy Young contention, but. He did throw 196 innings last year. Gosman threw some innings last year. These are guys, all guys that can throw close to 200 innings. So you have, you have some guys in your pitching staff that will definitely give you some innings, should give your bullpen some rest. I know last year this bullpen was taxed. This bullpen was awful as well, giving up 
multiple run leads um, for Toronto, and, and no, it seemed like no lead was safe last year with this team. So my play here, Toronto Blue Jays over 91 and a half. We're going to lean on the offense. We're going to lean on the field getting smaller in Toronto. And I do believe it'll be the best offense in baseball. So that's the play for the Toronto Blue Jays. Episode 33 over 91 and a half wins for the 2023 season. You guys can find us on the linemovers.net. All podcasts are posted there as well as Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Uh, And we'll be back for episode 34, the AL Central and the Chicago White Sox. Thanks again for joining me today, guys. That's the Toronto Blue Jays season preview. Have a good day. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.